Hi, you're listening to The Lost Bay Podcast, a show about and with indie TTRPG creators and artists. I'm Eko. Today what I have for you is a very short episode. I'm working on several pieces for the show, and each of them require intense editing. This is why I don't have the usual interview to offer to you this week. But I didn't want to let you with no content at all. So I'm going to give you a short tour of what is going to come in the next three episodes. And if you stick around for just a few minutes, you'll hear a preview of the sounds that will make the soundtrack, so to speak, of the upcoming episodes. So I'm editing a mini-series on the theme of RPG zines as objects. Of course, like you, I presume, I do love what's inside RPG zines, the games, the texts, the art, but I also do love very much them as simple, lo-fi, beautiful objects. I'm not super good at paper crafts, but I've always loved them. This is probably because I grew up in what was at the time quite a secluded place, at the foot of mountains in a little island, There wasn't much to do. I mean, I spent most of the time outside the house, in the woods, or at the river playing with mud, or at the dump. But in the heart of the winter, when it was raining too hard and there were landslides, or during the summer when the village was surrounded by wildfires, I couldn't play outside with my friends. So I did paper crafts. I made collage or mini zines, sort of zines, that nobody would see. I guess this is why I still love paper and zines and books and notebooks so much. And this is why probably I am working now on this mini-series of three episodes. So the first episode is a video. It's a review of all the entries of the Scissors and Glue TTRPG Jam. It's a jam that ran during the month of November. The idea of the jam was pretty simple. Make an RPG zine or RPG adjacent thing using traditional or analog or simple crafting techniques. Use glue, scissors, stitches, whatever. There are 10 entries that are really awesome. Some of them are really surprising and they use the zines not only as a support for the information to be delivered to the player, but as a main game accessory. You have to cut, glue, tape, rip and scratch the paper of some of those zines to play, and that makes them super fun and quite unique. The second episode is an interview with Leo from LFOSR. Leo is a writer, artist and musician, and he runs LFOSR. They do handmade limited editions of RPG zines. I mean, if you're into OSR, probably you know them. We'll talk with Leo about the craft of making and printing zines. Leo is totally passionate about papers, inks, printers, books, bone folders. He's an artisan or a craftsman of RPG zines and is quite unique in the indie scene. And he'll tell us everything about why he loves that unique craft And how did he learn it? The third episode is a collective one. It's about IRL community copies, like in real life community copies. 
It has been recorded by Yochai Gal, Sean Patrick Kane, and Caverns of Heresy. The three of them print and distribute in various locations and occasions free copies of RPG zines. And what they did is they recorded, they did field recording of themselves printing and distributing zines and explaining why they do that, where they do that, and how they feel when they're doing it. I'm editing all their contributions right now and building a single episode about community and sharing. So this is what is happening right now in the Lost Bay podcast editing room, which is my kitchen. I'll see you next week with the first episode of the series, maybe even two episodes. And I'll leave you now with some of the sounds that I'm editing. Thank you for listening and until next time, stay well. Hey, Weston, whenever you're older, are you going to play games with Dad? No, I too. I know you're too, but whenever you're older, are you going to want to play games with Dad? Yeah. Yeah? It's Monday, noon, middle of October. Uh, it's pretty chilly out. Just started to really move into fall. The trees have all changed colors and there's a definite sense of foreboding that accompanies this time of year. I love it personally. Um, I think the, I think the experience of being outside is, um, only expanded through changes in the weather. And uh, I grew up in a place that didn't have massive changes like we do here in New England. So um, I look forward to the coming of winter and damn, it's going to get cold.